The following is a presentation of the Noise Space Network. Find more great podcasts at noisespace.xyz. We begin in Southern California three decades ago. Two wet souls were brought to this earth, separated by just a scant few miles and unbeknownst to each other. The fates kept them separate as they grew from brass whelps into homosexual young women with hard opinions about cheaply made processed foods. One of them, a black-clad warrior, fighting for metals heavy and corn syrups high fructose. The other, a living embodiment of no-calorie soda, literally begging the gods to strike her down where she stands, or at least strike her with a cease and desist order. Now the world has united these two to clash over their cheap foodstuffs, and we meet them here, the battlefield where they are destined for eternal combat. Ladies and ghouls, it is my pleasure to welcome you to Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks. Coke. And I'm Lilith. And this is our House, House of Snacks. Snacks. Diet Coke. What's How up? you doing? I'm doing just grand. And I'm doing just Graham. Oh, you're doing just Graham? You're only having sex with grandmas now? <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a rude joke. That <laughs> was. It was well, a rude too- too yeah. Blue. <laughs> um. No. No. I'm. I'm only eating Teddy Grahams now. Um, oh, you're I'm on an all Teddy, Teddy Graham diet. All Teddy Graham diet. That yeah. was a big fad for a while in the '90s. Yeah. 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 And then, um, it turned out that it was probably like a bad idea. But um, I'm trying to bring it back. We got Atkins. We got. So wait, you do think it's a bad idea, but also you're trying to bring it back. I'm. I try to bring back bad ideas. You yeah. know. It can be fun sometimes. I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's uh, what's going on in the world, right? <laughs> <laughs> nothing good. Listen, nothing good, folks. Um, real quick, I'll just sneak in here and say that if you wanted to look up reputable uh, organizations for the, you know relief for the people of Gaza and Palestine, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could say that. Just, just I, go yeah. ahead and do that. Um, fucking. Oh, no. <laughs> Halloween spooks and, and goblins. It's true. It's the scary season. It's the scary season. Uh, SZN is a lot of the. Young folks out there like to say. I'm too old for that. I spell it I feel like season. I, see, I feel like I saw millennials doing that when we also were actually young. I don't think I don't think that's new for Gen Z. Well I think that's an inherited uh trend. 
Maybe even no. not from us. Maybe uh, Gen X started that, and we don't even realize it. It was actually a boomer. Uh, yeah, it goes back. A baby boomer. Uh, People were. Yeah, coming yeah, out of, yeah. Coming out of the, the Beatles concert, tweeting, uh-huh. um, Beatles season. As the yeah, end. yeah, it's Beatles season. <laughs> uh, it's Korean War season. It's Korean War season. <laughs> Um, yeah, because they were very. It's not like us. <laughs> we're, we're millennials and younger. It seemed to trend mostly into the anti-war, but the boomer no. teens thought Korea, the Korean War, was cool. They were like, "This is great. We love this." Yeah. Um, we think it's good that America does this. Yeah. And we're going to make yeah. sure America keeps doing this for the next eighty years. I mean, listen, wartime uh, economies did create. Uh, pro- <laughs> prosperous economic conditions that allowed boomers to become the juggernauts that they are today and just kind of ruin everything for yeah, everyone yeah. after. Yeah, nobody helped us. Everyone you've ever known. Like, <laughs> oh, God damn it. Whatever. Fucking people, people who were raised on single incomes in a happy house want to say that nothing, nobody ever did nothing for, for me. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck yeah. you. Fuck um, hey, but you know, we can't be too haughty. Gen- whatever's after Gen Z is going to be saying the same thing about millennials when yeah. we're in our 80s and, and most of us that have survived that long are the rich assholes. Oh, the 2008 financial crisis was nothing compared to the fucking locust plague of 2036. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> That's probably how we'll die, right? In the 2036 yeah. locust plague. In the in the locust plague. So, um, you know, cherish your favorite podcast for the next what is it? Thirteen years. Thirteen. Yeah. 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 Because we will be podcasting through that entire thirteen years, and then we That's will right. be killed by locusts. We will be. Um, by, well, we'll be killed because we try to eat them for the show, and then it'll yeah, turn. yeah. Well, that's yeah. actually how the world will discover that they're like hella poisonous. You see, every they start to think they think that they're poisonous because they see the okay somebody ate them and then they died. But actually, when you eat them, it releases a chemical that tells all the other locusts to eat you, right? In revenge, sure. It's like uh, you know, bees have that thing. If you fucking slap a bee, it, it sends out a chemical signal like, "Hey, there's a bee hater here. That's true. Kill them." That's somebody told me that when I was a kid. And I have no idea if it's actually true. <laughs> That's scary. I'm, you know, I'm not. I, I am scared of bees, but I'm never slapping them. I'm, I'm always more of the uh, runaway style, the bee defense. Chemical when they do bees release a chemical when they die. Um, remains do you think of humans it. Re- release chemicals when we die. Like, do you think there's a chemical that does something we don't know about? I guess is the better question. Okay, if a bee stings you. Which will kill them. It does release a chemical that, as it dies, that will definitely attract more bees. Okay, so that happens if they sting you. Yeah. No, if you slap one, that's not really the same thing. Okay. Well, do you think humans release a secret chemical when we die that does that has some effect we don't know about? Um, I have no idea. What if... Um, what if global warming isn't real? 
and it's not the methane from the cows or the just carbon pollution in general. It's actually mm. just that when you die, you release a secret pollutant toxin that like makes all those other things worse. And it's just we've hit the quota where enough people have died that it's critical mass and it can never slow down. Interesting. I mean, I think um, that's kind of metaphorically true <laughs> as far as the critical mass part goes. But yeah, what if that yeah. was literally true? How would you feel? I How would I feel? Question. I would yeah. try to prevent everyone from dying. You try to sort of set up a miracle day situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Remember that I've... bad show? No, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> hey, there's a bad show called Torchwood that was a Doctor Who spinoff that I've oh. seen every episode of for some goddamn reason, unless they made another season that I didn't hear about. I remember. I remember hearing about that from the pe- like when I when I gave in and watched Doctor Who for a little while. Um, everybody was telling me, okay, well, now you got to watch Torchwood. And I kept, I just kept being like, no, no, no. <laughs> I've done enough. I, yeah. I, I watched five seasons of a television show. The, the dangerous thing about Torchwood is that the first two seasons kind of suck, but aren't horrible. And mm-hmm. then the third season, I, I doubt it holds up, but at least at the time and still seems to be pretty well regarded was like, Everyone said it was like the greatest thing in the world. It was like a, a whole, huge change of tone. And it was like a lot darker, uh-huh. and uh, it was right. really well received. And then they did a fourth season, which was also like a special event that was very dark. Uh, but people mm-hmm. immediately hated that one, and it is still hated. That okay. one's called Miracle Day. It's about what if everybody stopped dying, and then that was bad. Uh huh. Well, cool. It's because it was a co-production with America. They keep trying to do that. Doctor Who keeps trying to be friends with America and we're toxic yeah. to them. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, we are bad. We're bad. We are ba- but yeah, also, we're bad for everyone. They're bad. <laughs> they're bad too. So you think we would go together, but in fact, no, when any, anytime America try, they try to, anytime the B, the boy, order, we're at the BBC and we want some Americans to help out on this TV movie or this season of Torchwood in it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it always goes bad for them. We always fuck it up worse than they would have fucked it up on their own. I guess congrats to us for that. Yeah. We're great. Well, yeah, no. America rules. <laughs> Good country. That's what we're learning here. Good country. Great. I don't even like to. There are certain things I'll say as a bit, but I don't, I don't like to <laughs> endorse the United States of America <laughs> even as a bit for more than like one sentence at a time, you know? Yeah, I guess that's fair. Um, the death to America. Uh, I'll, I'll endorse like murder as a concept before I endorse America. <laughs> Just like broad murder whoever you want. I'll endorse that as a concept before I endorse America. Speaking of murder, uh-huh. should we get into sn- snacks? Because I feel uh, like we have a lot to discuss. <laughs> uh, we can get a uh, we can get into snacks. Um, We're getting into monster cereals. <laughs> It's monster cereal time. It's that time of year for monster cereal. Um, we did three monster cereals last year, so you know. Or did we do four? I I can't remember. I think we I, we might have done. I think we did four because I think we did Frankenberry, Blueberry, Count Chocula, and Fruit Brute because Fruit Brute was back last year. And Fruit Brute has once again fallen off of the the roster, which is a shame uh, because I, if I recall correctly, I do believe we had decided that Fruit Brute was the best of the four. No, is the best other than Count Chocula. Well, sure, which Count was... Chocula is just kind of unstoppable. But of the fruit flavors, fruit brute was better than yeah, 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 berry yeah, or blueberry. Yeah. That is very true. And I did like, agree with that. If you're going to have a fruit option and a chocolate option, you want the best fruit, you know? 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I'm yeah. out here every week on job applications trying to prove who's the best fruit, so that's something I know about. <laughs> Go to hell. Uh, so, okay. So, I guess I guess we have so we're doing we're doing the new the new monster cereal is Carmella Creeper. Carmella um, she's Creeper. New. New. She is new, new, new. Not like Fruit Brute, where she was just gone for a long time. This is a new no. creation. It's a brand new creation. The Millennials Monster Cereal. I'm looking at the front of the box. She looks like a cool DJ. Uh, she does. She's got fishnet arm. Uh, yeah. What do you call those? <laughs> uh, arm it's, stockings. It's, like uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's usually just the a shirt. Yeah, that's, that's under true. her it shirt. Is a shirt that's under her shirt, which has like a little skull with headphones on. Yeah, yeah. She does appear uh, to be like a Frankenstein. Well, yeah, she's kind of Frankenstein. She's green. She's green. Um, she's got a scar on her face, and she has like Swiss cheese style holes in a lot of spots. Or maybe those are yeah. just like blemishes. I don't know. Yeah, some kind of some kind of rot kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's it's artificially flavored caramel apple cereal. Caramel apple. Uh, curious choice. It's very know. interesting. Um, and and kind of weird. And um. Let's see. Look at if you look in the back of the box. Uh-huh. Um, what, what what do you see back there? Uh, well, there's like a story about Carmela. What's her yeah. name? Carmela Creeper. Oh, it's you like have a story it too? about her origin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a comic book. Not comic. I guess it's not a book. Comic it's one book? page, but it's a com- yeah. It's like a comic about Carmela's origin. Do you, okay, you read out what you have because I, I just want to make sure we're looking at the same thing. Okay, so we got what looks to me like teen versions of yeah, they, Count yeah. Dracula. Frankenberry and Booberry are sitting on a couch playing uh, looks like Super Nintendo based on these controllers. Uh, okay. They're chilling in the Count's castle, it says, when suddenly they all hear a noise. Count goes, what, what, what was that creeping the noise? And then Frankenberry goes, Count, I think your castle is haunted. And then Booberry says, and I'm not doing the hunting. And then they like traipse through the castle looking for the source of the sound. And then... Someone, it's not clear who, but someone says that's my long lost cousin, Carmela Creeper, rocking the joint because she's doing a um, raucous DJ set. Oh, I think it's uh, it's Frankenberry's cousin. Fra- that okay. makes sense because she's a Frankenstein. Yeah. Um, she also, we get to see her pants. She's got some cool red and green uh, pants on. And, that's fun. Uh, combat boots. And you know what? We see the back of her shirt lifts up when she yells on the mic, and we can see that it is indeed. Actually, this is challenging. So her shirt lifts up a little bit in one panel, and we see that it's a fishnet shirt underneath her regular shirt. But in uh-huh. that very same panel, there is no longer fishnet on her arm. So who knows what the hell's going on? <laughs> okay, interesting. Yeah. Um. Is that that's it? That's, that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. She also does have like a streak through her hair of lighter green, uh, kind of an, an an homage to the Bride of Frankenstein. I'm guessing. Okay. I have something way different. Oh, there's like different comics on different boxes? That's cool. Mine's not a comic. Oh. That's it's actually weird. like like a like a decently long like text thing. Oh, this is you told me before that you had something you wanted to read on the show. That's why I I, I didn't make an intro for this one, but Oh. I'm guessing now this is what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's like a, th- a th- really long. I thought I kind of 
assumed it would be on your box. I thought you were going to read. Um, okay, so this is, this is confusing. We once again have two different boxes for our monster cereals. Yeah. I, I really thought that yours yeah, was going to be the same, which is why. Okay. No, no. Mine's it's a comic. It's a little oh. the comic. No, mine's like a like a short story. Uh, it's actually credited, interestingly, to a friend of the show, Kat, uh, from the Chicks with Dice podcast. Among other things that you can find on uh, sosesmedia.ca. So does that mean that Cat is the one who who made all those bootleg boxes that you found last year? I don't think those didn't have writing credits on oh, them. Okay, so maybe this was like inspired by by that thing that happened last year. I, I guess I don't know, um, but it's on my box. Uh, it looks interesting. Do you want? Um, you have like maybe some evocative sounds or yeah, sound effects? Yeah, I got like a, could... some like. Reverby thunder and some spooky music. You want me to? Okay, cool, give you a cool, little... cool. Let me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let me right. just uh, read you the tale of Carmela Creeper here. All right. Um, you want me to start you off with the music now? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Born to parents Ingrid and Herbert in the small town of Kochberg, Austria, uh, Carmela Dratch grew up among the trees of her parents' apple orchard. Her youth was marked by a love of tree climbing and wonder at the natural world, until one day her life was changed. A schoolyard crush introduced the young Carmela to the world of industrial music. As her life became filled with harsh guitar, synth, and drum machines, so too did she begin to change. Her bangs, cut short, were dyed black. Her skin was made sallow by her lack of sunlight. Despite those changes, she always loved her family apple farm never leaving home without at least a few apple slices. Even so, friends drifted away until eventually she found herself alone at an invite-only 18-plus Samhain warehouse rave. The cacophony of machinery and sweat washed over her, rumbling bass sending sympathetic vibration through her entire body. She felt something deep, primal, visceral take over. She had gone to a place where latex and leather tinged the air with sweat, where the pounding of machinery was made beautiful. It was intoxicating. She found herself immersed in smells that were sacred in their profanity. She was home. She never made it back from that rave. She officially fell victim to an industrial accident, but others say that she was smothered by the sweat and flesh of a raw and rancid fuck pile. Carmella just, just sweat and flesh. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> Carmella Dratch was buried in the a plot on the family farm at 23, 23 years old, along with slices of her beloved apples. Huh. Legend says it was six weeks later when Skinny Puppy was due to play a show under the light of the full moon that something changed. A hand reached up from the still unsettled dirt from of Carmella's grave. This new, this new being, this Carmela Creeper, was sighted that night at the show. Eyewitness accounts indicate a pale green woman wandering around the venue where she would work her way, way through the crowd, feeding each of her unsuspecting victims a slice of apple from under her arm. Oh, no. Wait, what do you mean under her arm? I guess you didn't write that. Yeah, no, I... <laughs> I think we might find out more. Um, Monster Serial caught up with some of Miss Creeper's conquests on the anniversary of her first appearance. They, wishing to remain anonymous, had this to say. 
I fucked some freaks before. Boy. Girls putting cigarettes out on my tongue, making me beg for it. Boys who want nothing more than to be hunted down, strung up, and used like a flashlight. But this girl was different. She showed up at the pit, ambling through it like it was nothing. I watched her get hit in the head half a dozen times until she stood in front of me, grabbed me by the face, and demanded I open my mouth. I fully thought she was going to spit right in there, and I was fully okay with it. I thought, hey, let's see where this is going. Instead, she says, you're just dehydrated. Eat this, and pulls an apple slice from out of her fucking armpit. It smelled kind of sweet, but the thing was soaked through with sweat and what I think was decay. I'm not ashamed to admit, it was hot. And I know I looked pathetic, but damn if I didn't eat the whole fucking apple while she cooed good girl in my ear. I mean, who can blame her? Among us. <laughs> yeah. After that, she was gone. I still wonder what happened to her. Was it just another Friday night for her? I can't stop thinking about licking her pits, and it's been years. We got a little longer to go, all right? You know what? Here we go. <laughs> another conquest had this to say. Yeah, so I wheeled her one time. It was at a zombie girl show of all places. You ever smelled zombie snatch? That's an odor of that fucking lingers, my guy. Apple or no apples. Could go, go for those apples again, though. Fuck. So, industrial fans beware. You may, too, fall victim to the wandering troll known as Carmella Creeper. Wow. <laughs> so it says all that all, all in the back of this box. Um, that's, uh, that's nuts. Yeah, a lot, a lot about fucking perverts eating rotting armpit apples. Now, um, everyone said it's sweet. Do so? Do we think that somehow, because she's some kind of Frankenstein creature, that the her body's rot produces caramel? That's an interesting theory. I mean, it's still all over a body, so I bet it still tastes like sweat and corpse and whatnot. But yeah, yeah. But like sweet apple mixed with sweat and corpse. Yeah. Um, that's, well, that's interesting. And you know, on a box that you bought in the store. Yeah, I got it uh, at the Target on on the weird retail island north of Portland. Huh. So that, that's weird because that I feel like that kind of a little bit conflicts with the canon of the comic on my box. Yeah, but a little at the bit. Same time. I mean, I don't know. It could coexist. Yeah, I think. I guess. I mean, does it? It says that Frankenberry is her cousin. Didn't which... Frankenberry's parents have some kind of? Weren't they farmers too? Or am I thinking of? No, Frankenberry was the one who was like the um, pool boy of right. a evil doctor, right? right. Who I mean, revived I guess... him for his cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm remembering this now. Um, yeah it's interesting that they just they continue to put out like kind of if not conflicting at least seemingly uh alternate toned versions of the canon i maybe maybe they're sending the the pervert version to just to portland and austin i guess maybe 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 uh I mean, I'm in LA County, you know. You'd th- I, yeah. I can understand why they wouldn't ship to Orange County where I was living before, but um, uh-huh. that's yeah, that's strange. 
Uh, I guess, you know, I guess it's not that unusual, though. It's like you'll have a one Godzilla movie will be a sequel to these five Godzilla movies, and then the next Godzilla movie will uh-huh. be a sequel to five other Godzilla movies. I guess it's not that unusual yeah. for, for for there to be kind of alternate canons coming from the same story. You know what? This, this makes sense to me. Yeah. I I think it's great. I think it's great that she's both just kind of a Are you fun... shopping at, like, an adults-only Target? Is that... <laughs> no... No, this is definitely a Target that had just just like a normal Target. Like I said, it's on this weird retail island outside of Portland, which is like where all the... Well, if you were going to make an adults-only Target, I feel like that might be where I mean, it. yeah, but like there's, there's also like a, you know, Home Depot and a Best Buy and like uh, uh, a famous footwear on that island. Like Now, you know that somewhere there's a fucking adults-only famous footwear. I'm sorry, what's it the adults only famous footwear? It's the same thing that's at a normal famous footwear, but the salespeople are weird about it when they help you try on shoes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's yeah, I I, I can see that. Um Well Do you wanna try some We should cereal? we should pitch the idea of the adults only target to the Target Corporation. I think we can sell this thing. But yeah, let's try some cereal. I, I don't know if anybody's going to want to go to the adults-only Target. Listen, this is the time to do it because what millennial, What do a lot of millennials love? I hear it all the time. We love getting high and wandering around Target. Now imagine if there was a child-free environment where they sold cereal with weird horny stories on the back where maybe they have an expanded liquor selection. That sounds like a great time to me. I don't want to buy fucking liquor at a Target be perfectly honest with you <laughs> oh i didn't know i was fucking uh i didn't know i was fucking uh podcasting with uh richie rich's older sister over here it's Too actually to buy her liquor at target quite the opposite everything in target's fucking marked up like crazy in the grocery section I actually find that I know that like where you can buy liquor differs by states. So yeah, I mean, this will be unrelatable to some of our non-California and I, I don't know exactly the rules in uh, in Oregon listeners. I really buy but I actually liquor. find that for some reason booze specifically is cheaper at Target than it is at like a grocery store. Oh, weird. Okay, well, the more you I know. Still usually, we'll go to like a Costco or a Trader Joe's because you can get the generic brand there and it's cheaper than anywhere else. But uh. But as far as name brand boozes go, I think Target's actually a pretty good Fucking place to buy price wise. Kirkland vodka. Uh, if you've never had that, you never lived. Got a bottle in my freezer as we speak. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, all right. Well, do you want to? I'm gonna go get some milk for my cereal. Oh, yeah. and we'll talk about okay. this. Okay. I'm living stuff. that mug life today. But uh, yeah, go ahead. I'll probably put it in a mug with some milk. <laughs> okay. So I got my mug with the milk and everything in it. Cool. Um, definitely does smell like caramel apple, this cereal. Yeah. Confirmed. Yeah, it definitely does. It's an interesting smell. I do kind of like the smell. I don't know how I'm going to yeah. feel about the taste. Well, I'm going to take a bite right now. All right, let's do it. Hmm. I do think this is one that is helped by the fact that all of the monster cereals kind of have a less extreme taste than most cereal, you know? Yeah. Because the apple just kind of comes in in just a just a hint, mm-hmm. but I I like it that way. I don't think I would like it more if it was more appley, and it's it's subtle enough that I that I can appreciate it in a cereal. 
You know, I thought an Apple cereal was so strange because I guess I forgot Apple Jacks exist. Yeah. But those are really more cinnamony than anything. Yeah. Yeah. Apple cinnamon is, that's, hey, that's a time tested classic cereal right. flavor. I think I'd like more apple. Yeah? Yeah, I do. And maybe that's because I'm going milkless, you know? Um, I feel like milk would make more apple um, not as good of a that's proposition. That's a, a thought I had. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm finding myself left a little bit wanting. It's good. Like, I, I'm, I'm tasting it. And I'm like, oh, conceptually, I like this, but I want more apple. You I will I mean? say another. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. Um, I've got some out of milk as well that I'll try afterwards, and I might end up sharing your sentiment on those ones. Something that I like about these, though, is a lot of times you'll get something that's apple flavored, and it'll mm-hmm. taste like biting into a crisp, fresh apple, but it's not crisp because it's not an apple. Right. And that's like a weird brain sensation, I find. But um, cereal marshmallows are just about the crispiest food you can find, so it's kind of like a weirdly nice uh, simulacrum in that way. Mm, yeah, I can see that. All right. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not. I mean, it's like, I think it's a good execution, but at the same time, it's like, not really something I was clamoring for. Either. No, no. Um, you know, I, I will say that the uh, the addition of the the fiction behind Carmela Creeper, you know, thinking about those uh, armpit apples, um, that's fun. That adds to it a little bit. Um, I'll tell you, I'm eating them. Out, I'm eating the out of milk ones now. Yeah, and I do think I have to firmly recommend if you're going to eat this, throw some milk on there because the milk really does wake up the flavor a lot. I'm interesting, noticing. interesting. I don't even have milk right now, so I definitely agree that uh, it needs more apple flavor when you're eating them dry. You're you were right about that. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah, as a dry cereal person, I can't fully recommend these. Um, I think. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, this is a would not buy. Where is he getting the money from? I don't think so. Uh, But I'm going to say that it's uh, witty. It's, you know, it's it's good enough to where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll I'll eat the rest of this bag for sure. But I don't want to buy any more of these. Yeah, I'm looking to see now, and it, I mean, maybe I just need to wait longer, but I feel like with the other monster cereals, you notice the effect on the milk pretty immediately. Mm. And my, my milk is still bone white. Um, that's something. If you're hoping for green milk, maybe maybe don't, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, getting it. yeah. Might not be the uh, thing that gets you to green milk. Yeah, if you if you wanna if you wanna make like white Luke Skywalker and drink that green milk that looks like cum. Isn't it blue? Uh, well, in the original trilogy, it's blue, but in The Last Jedi, he drinks green milk. That's Wait. the one that he, like, milks the creature and then, like, gets a big milk mustache. And no, the, cre- the creature has blue milk. No, it's green, I'm telling you. That's why at Disneyland, they offer both blue and green milk. Oh, okay. Because it's green in The Last Jedi. I guess it is green. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at a lot of images here. Yeah. Um, good God. Um, I'm looking at a lot of images I don't blame of Mark you. Hamill. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't blame you for getting. I know you don't like you don't like the Last Jedi because of all that woke that's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time. I did. I do hate all the woke in it. Um, and I hate that a a woman who isn't white um got a lot of screen time. And you were telling me about how Ray's and Mary Sue. Yeah, Ray's and Mary Sue. Um, because uh, she has powers and. Why would she have a power? She's a woman. Yeah, 
that you were you were pointing out how that didn't make sense. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, really didn't like the Last Jedi. Um, because of all the the woke reasons. Woke. Um. Anyway, um, speaking of woke, uh. Do you want to give your ratings? I was about to call them the snack keeper, <laughs> right, and then I, I realized that. that you hadn't given your ratings yet. <laughs> uh, these are a would not buy. Uh, you know, with cereal especially, there is just such a huge difference between name brand and generic brand. Yeah. Uh, and these, I mean, these aren't like Magic Spoon. These aren't, or or, or uh, some of the more higher end, like quote unquote natural cereals. Yeah. Other than Magic Spoon, which are like eight to sometimes twelve dollars a box Jesus which is insane christ yeah but uh, of the name brands like these are these are like five dollars a box which yeah. is is on the higher end of like normal name brands mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh especially when you know i can head over to the bargain city grocery outlet and oftentimes find an 87 cent box of cereal yep i'm just not going to be buying this fucking mm-hmm. thing uh but i do think it's tasty i think it does its job well so i'm gonna call it a wood eat i probably will yeah. finish this box um speaking of Cereal economy. You know, it's a cereal that I I really wish they would get uh, some good generics out there because I never see any good generics. Wheat checks. Uh, I am just like problematically in love with wheat checks, and it's like five bucks for like a pretty small box. Uh, it's dense, but doesn't last you very long. You ever had wheat checks? Oh, I don't think I've ever had wheat checks. Oh, wheat checks are so good. Uh, me and my mom would like we'd literally buy like two or three boxes at a time when we were living together because we would just <laughs> both just make ourselves little mugs of dry wheat checks and just you know, I, wolf them down. I wish I could. I wish I could get into a real plain cereal like that, but mm. I, I feel like I have kind of childlike taste in cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable, you know. Um, Call, call me when they got a frosted wheat checks, you know? Oh, God, that actually sounds terrible. Okay, Snack Keeper, get up here. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, do you think maybe we could make, like, a Snack Keeper cereal? Oh, that that like would a, like merchandise well. Branded with me, what flavor would it be? Um, it would, I, don't, I don't know that it should taste like me. Oh, because I, I, I was going to say Slim Jim's. Well, yeah, exactly. That's like that's a cereal for uh, cats, people <laughs> who can only eat protein and don't have a taste yeah, for sugar. Yeah, um, I don't know. Um, what kind of? Uh, has there ever been? It could be like coated in some kind of vanilla, sugary coating. Like I was actually going to say like a skin. cinnamon roll. Uh, oh, that, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't really know what that has to do with me. But... Well, okay, it's a frosted thing, like you know. I just feel like it'd be a good cereal. Maybe we can make it. Make it we, maybe we can. This can be like a partnership with the adults only target. Maybe this can be like the the the, the year round branding is that there's some horny story on the back. Okay. Yeah. Like a horny story of. I think people would really like that. I think it. it you know, you, people don't want to eat cereal because it 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 feels childish sometimes. Uh-huh. But if you you give a little something for the adults in the crowd, uh-huh. it's like, hey, I can I can enjoy my morning snack keeperos and be okay. titillated. All right, I walk out the door. That's that's a great business plan. Um, add that to the future business plans uh, page <laughs> on this snack keeper snack wiki. Keeper cereal. Yep, yep. The horny snack keeper cereal, snack keeper rose with a horny story about the snack keeper on the back of it. 
Um, but we can, and then maybe we can, like, the way it'll tie into the character. Yes. We can say that the frosting is jizz. The frosting is jizz. Either mine or jizz that I've inspired. Maybe I'm the cereal and I'm getting people to jizz on me. That's good. That's good. Yeah. People have come on the cereal because of how horny the snack keeper made them. That's right. With my, not, not even with my, like, looks or my seductive charms, but just with my storytelling ability with the stories on the back. Yes. Great. Print of course, it. It'll be licensed. It. I'll be yeah. the pen name. We'll get actual erotic authors to submit stuff. Yeah, cat. We'll be hitting you up for that one. Uh, all right. Well, should I close the show? I would love it if you did. Well, goodbye, ghosts and ghoulies. The House of Snacks is closed yet again. We'll snack you later. <laughs> For more from the House of Snacks, visit patreon.com slash house of snacks. That's patreon.com slash house of S-N-A-X.